The sound is chilling, biblically ominous, and seemingly everywhere. People from all over the globe have captured an unidentified sound permeating their everyday lives. Some instances have lasted mere seconds. Others seem to go on forever. Witnesses disagree on its origin, and scientists are split on its explanation. Is it merely an audible anomaly, or is there something more sinister to blame? This week's episode is Sky Trumpets. Fills with dread, probably a murderer who wants you dead. It could be a ghost, a demon, or worse. Perhaps you're the victim of a witch's curse. It's hopeless, you're doomed. You'd call a priest if you could. You'd rather just listen to who? Sinisterhood. I'm gonna kill you. Well, I don't know about sky trumpets, <laughs> but I got some explanations. You think you know? When I was a kid, and I was going to ask you this, and you heard thunder and lightning, did you ever think that it was something physical? Like, I thought, don't laugh at me, that it was God and the devil going bowling. That's what I well, thought. Well, that, I remember being told that as a, <laughs> a, I don't, not like... A realistic explanation for what's happening, but you know, kind of like a southern joke, like, oh, that's just God up there bowling. Or when it was raining, well, God must be mad. So he's <laughs> peeing on us, or are these tears? <laughs> TBD, I don't know. You know what? The universe is a Ford, and Lord loves his Ford, and it's like uh, um, Earth is a Chevy, and sometimes he's like Calvin pissing <laughs> on the Chevy. <laughs> Why yeah, did those stickers ever, ever get made? So famous, too. And I remember being a kid, another thing as a kid, that you take literally, because I took that literally. I thought that that's what that meant. I always wondered what Calvin of Calvin and Hobbes had against all number of brands. I was like, what an angry little character. Yeah, I don't. It, it, does he pee in the comics? <laughs> Not that I recall. I'm not very really familiar with Calvin and Hobbes, so I, I didn't ever get the joke either, and, except mm -mm. he's a little kid and it's a fun comic and he's doing something naughty. I don't know why you would want that kid of all kids to piss. Yeah. Because he seemed like a scamp, but he didn't seem destructive or vindictive, but no, he I was, didn't read. He had a tiger as a friend. Yeah, I don't think Hobbes would be hanging out with some urinating monster. <laughs> I yeah, feel like that was I, wrong. I don't... There's a lot about... The days of yore that I I don't understand. And I often think about, like, what was going on then? And, it, and it's funny because it seems like we've talked about in other episodes, like, oh, the 90s was like a few minutes ago or like the 2000s. But last night, Paris and I turned on, apparently, because I'm binging Friday Night Lights, Hulu's like, oh, do you want to watch other shows from 2007? And True Life came on, on MTV popped up. And, of course, everybody watched some of that. But watching it in retrospect, I'm like, this was on, like... This was how people lived their lives. Was True Life the one where it would there would be um, a topic like I remember one that was like extreme plastic surgery. Yes, like True Life. I'm addicted to plastic surgery. Yes, okay. Or True okay. Life. I'm um you know I'm a cam girl on the internet. This one was True Life. I have the most embarrassing parents. <laughs> Were and they? One, well, the mom liked to take nude photos, so I would say she was oh. inappropriate in how much she wanted and to do what with them. She was submitting these to Playboy to be invited to a Playboy mansion party. 
Okay. Uh, but then the other, and so granted it was, it, she's allowed to have whatever life she wants, but it was inappropriate the extent to which she wanted to involve her 15 year old daughter in all of oh. that and how she kind of behaved and would have the photos around the house when the girl's ki- friends would come over. Oh, it was, no. Yeah. Inappropriate also, or embarrassing. Yes. Yes. Harmful and traumatic. Also. Yes. <laughs> Get that kid some, the other one, the parents were clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimate clowns. Actual <laughs> Clowns. And also, there were clowns you couldn't tell nothing to because they had retired from Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. So they were like, "We're top notch clowns." Oh we're best shit! Clowns. Came to career day, did a whole thing. Oh, the girl no. dressed up. She told him, "You can come, and you can come in clown makeup. Just don't drop your pants." <laughs> and he dropped his pants four times. What? He couldn't one- even follow that one rule. Nope. God, no. that is humiliating. But if your parents are clowns and you know they have a propensity for dropping their pants, I say you don't take that thing home where they have to sign it saying, "Yeah, I'll be, I'll participate in this." You just what happened at school today? Nothing. Totally Nothing. normal day, just like every other day. Just ignore it. Yeah, mm-hmm. her mom came as well. Her mom's also a clown, and one of the girls was afraid of it and just sobbing because she had really bad chlorophobia. And the mom's like, no, full of clown makeup, by the way, right in her face, goes, I'll help you. Oh. I'm going to show you the difference in a happy face. Uh, and she oh, smiles, no. and she's like, scary, sad face. Ooh, happy face. Ah, scary face. Ooh. And, and the, the girl's, girl's just, just weeping. <laughs> we need true life. I have PTSD from another true life episode. <laughs> true life i was a bystander on true life and it ruined my life honestly <laughs> and it ruined my true life but yeah we were doing things back then in the early 2000s that were just loose kids pissing on logos on the backs of trucks and now and then all of a sudden iphones came out and all of a sudden everybody's filming everything putting oh, it on the internet not, no one's safe anymore no the iphone changed it all or we're all a little safer however you want to look at it i think in some cases we're very lucky to have phones available to film stuff right have to be able to video stuff make phone calls send our location Mm -hmm. as we've seen the phones evolve yeah i think how did we ever live without that i think that too and i graduated from high school in 97 so cell phones weren't really a thing i think that maybe they had come out but I don't think I had one. I did have a pager. Hey. It was teal. I actually went through a handful of pagers in my teenage years. But the one I am recalling right now is teal. So we would like page each other. Yeah, you would. Do you have a pager chain? (laughs) Oh, my friends had pagers. Fuck yeah, you did. That's so cool. All I wanted as a kid was a pager. My sister had a purple pager. What was I doing with it? (laughs) You get a pager case. Call me. Why? See, what are you up to? Nothing. Yeah, but you couldn't even, if it was call me, then you could just call someone from your cell phone. But instead, we all had pagers. And then if somebody needed us, they would beep us. Yeah, you get beeped. And you get beeped. And then, you know, you got to go to a payphone or somebody's house and call them back. To the payphone at the Foley's to call (laughs) mom. For sure, you use that many times. Oh, yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, my sister had a pager chain and she let her friend Laura wear a pager. Some boys, things got rough. They stole (gasps) the pager, yanked the pager chain right off. It's almost like it was fully decorative and wasn't. It's like a wallet chain. It's not going to do anything. Snaps right off. Yeah, no, it's mostly for looks. I never had a chain. I just like a, you know, doctor kept it in my pocket, (laughs) clipped it. Dude, I bet doctors, I was about to go, like, do they still use pagers? I'm sure probably some, like, maybe if you're down in the bowels of the hospital, but you probably have better connection devices nowadays. You know what? Sometimes, though, it's that old school technology that doesn't do us dirty. We can rely on it. I haven't seen a pager 
in over a decade. I hope when I'm unpacking my things that I run across them, probably they're at my mom's somewhere. I doubt I threw them away. You would change them in to get like newer ones, like a cell phone. But the most recent one I remember having was teal. And I hope that's somewhere still. It's not like it saves anything, but I just want to hold it. What do we say? Time. It's like a flat surface in a meadow. That pager's waiting for you right on the it's other side of the hill. on the other side of that hill. God damn. Well, you know what's waiting for us on the above us? Uh, Texas, because we just got back here. We've been out on the tour, mm-hmm. and we spent several lovely days. We kept calling it a company wellness retreat. <laughs> it was just that. It was that. It was we a wellness We did puzzles. Retreat. We played board games. Yes, we, we made did. a banging charcuterie board. Okay, let's talk about that charcuterie. <laughs> Heather and Team I effort. went to Whole Foods and had some fun. <laughs> While Tommy was uh, with a mutual friend playing video games, we said, you know what, we're going to go to Whole Foods. And boy, howdy, did we. Did we go to Whole Foods? We spent so much time in the specialty foods department, mm-hmm. which I have cannot recommend enough. Going to buy fine cheeses with a person like yourself who is an expert at fine cheeses Whoa, and accoutrement. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but I did work in the cheese department at Old Foods. So I uh, I know a thing or two about them there, but we bought the stuff. Tommy's the one that plated it all up. That's the, that's the key right now. It's mm-hmm. all well and good to have uh, good taste and fine ingredients, but to take it all like the maestro that he is mm-hmm. and make it... I took photos. I'll share them online. <laughs> it was a great show. It was great. We were snacking on it throughout the night as we watched movies and... Just played games and Heather found a baller Airbnb. We were literally right on the river. I believe it was Sandy River. Yes, it was. In Rhododendron, Oregon. Beautiful. So gorgeous. We had several, a deck. Then down right by the river, there was a fire pit. Tommy made a fire. It was beautiful. It was great. I was like, he was poking the fire. He was tending to it. Very primitive. The perfect company wellness retreat. I sat by the river and just stared at it for a while in the morning. I fell in love with several trees. You can't. Christy loves moss on trees, man. I can't get enough of those moss-covered trees. They look like velvet. I just want to. And then I I picked some of it off. (laughs) I thought it was fine. Heather yelled, you're destroying nature. (laughs) I said, a squirrel or some animal is going to come along and want this for their bedding. So I hope that I left the place Better than I found it. So as you were like delivering a mattress to yes. the woodland creatures, 100 night guarantee, Helix mattress. It's great. It's made out of natural moss. It comes rolled up. But we had a great time. Oregon's beautiful. And we were in Washington right before that. Oh, we yeah. started off our tour in Tacoma. It was the very first place we had our, I said our away game, but it was like our first 2021 away mm-hmm. show. And now for this new show, the Full Moon Energy Tour is our first show here. And then went to Portland the next night. And the show just changes. It's been really fun to see the way that w- what we riff on each night and different facts we're bringing in each night and uh i got something in the mail today i haven't Uh-oh. told you about what i have a first edition copy oh no <laughs> of one of the books that we reference from the 70s oh about the moon so nice. we're definitely going to go through that for future tour stops and bring y'all some wacky quotes from this new book we got but could not have done it without oh yeah Tacoma so much chowder so many moss-covered trees. We had such a great time. Thank you to everybody that came out. Our next stops, we're going to Denver and Salt Lake City in just about a month. 
we're going to celebrate 420 Eve, April 19th in Denver. And then 420, we will spend in Salt Lake City with our pals. Yes. And then I think we're going to stay a couple days around somewhere in Utah. So our Utah pals in the Salt Lake area, if there is a relatively close area you recommend that's just gorgeous and has beautiful scenery and hiking where we could have a second company wellness retreat for a couple days uh email and let us know because we're not very familiar with that area we know it's beautiful though and we Mm -hmm. want to take advantage of being out there we definitely do we got to go out there and do some first-hand research sit in silence and see if we hear the call from the skies yes oh i'm well they happen more in places where it's further remote away from the city, so we may just hear something. Ooh. Well, I'm Christy. I'm Heather. And let's get into it. In 2009, when Apple introduced video capabilities on its iPhone 3GS and other phones followed suit, the ability of everyday folks to notice and film unexplained phenomenon skyrocketed. Suddenly, when a strange incident occurred, there were cameras in every pocket to capture it. The timing was perfect. It's beginning in 2008. People around the world started hearing strange sounds coming from the skies. To those that could hear the sounds, they were described as a loud hum or trumpet bellowing from above. I initially thought trumpet like uh, Louis Armstrong trumpet, but it's kind of that biblical long one horn that you give a kid to play nowadays. Yeah, like... Or like a long... (laughs) That's my trumpet impression. (laughs) Kazoo. Known as dumb. The steady droning sound heard in certain areas around the globe first started being reported in the 1950s. One of the first places the hum was reported was in Bristol, England. The noise became so disruptive in the 1970s that hundreds of residents complained to the council, with many saying their daily lives were suffering. Structural engineering secretary and mom, Val Cross, told the Bristol Post, I've definitely been absolutely knackered some days. Sometimes I'm so disoriented I struggle to work properly. Val's life became so difficult that even her 13-year-old daughter wrote to the Prime Minister at the time, saying, Please help my mum find the source. It really affects her every day. Ultimately, the cause of the noise was never found, preventing the council from helping distressed citizens. Yeah, back then, in the 50s, if something weird happened, people just had to take your uh, word for it. This was even in the 70s. And also, I mean, not a ton changed in those 20 years. You go to the council, you got your teenage daughter writing because she's tired of Mm -hmm. mom bitching about it every day. Mm -hmm. This is I feel like I'm looking into my future (laughs) with all my sound (laughs) issues. One day I'm going to be like, Ella, get a pen. (laughs) Right to the mayor. (laughs) Right. No, we're going straight to the top. The Supreme Court. (laughs) I'm not going to the president. I'm just going straight to the Supreme Court. You know what? And they, you're like, I can't live like this. My mother hears everything. You got (laughs) to shut it down. Shut it down. It's true, though. And when you have something like that that affects you, I mean, she said she couldn't sleep. It would wake her up. And then you've got sleep deprivation issues you're trying to work i mean you start to go feel like you're going mad oh i'm sure and your your uh, impact as an engineer if your whole entire job is not only being a mom but also you're the fucking structural engineering secretary <laughs> yeah. we want you to be well rested we do we we would like that 
Across the pond, the small, artsy town of Taos, New Mexico, was literally abuzz in 1990. It was then that certain residents reported hearing a troubling sound they couldn't locate. Some compared the noise to a running diesel engine or a high-powered bass woofer. Others described the sound in more musical terms, likening the heavens to ringing out an enormous E-flat. Reverend Wayne Mell had only lived in Taos a few months when he first started hearing the noise, saying in an interview, Shortly after we moved here, within the first few months, I just kind of woke up in the middle of the night and heard this strong humming sound, kind of like, mm, just a steady hum. The exact pitch was kind of low, you know, not unlike a refrigerator sounds. The reverend was unable to pinpoint from where the sound was emanating and could not provide an explanation for the noise. It's the Lord's refrigerator. <laughs> he's up there, he's bowling, and now he wants to crack open a cold one. <laughs> he's got to open it all up. Not Bud Light. No. And then that, oh no, God, you spilled your beer. Here comes the rain. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Sinister Hood will be right back. Born and raised in Taos, Michael Lefebvre told local reporters that he grew up hearing about the hum. From what I've heard, it says some people can hear it, some people can't. Some people, it like rattles their teeth and stuff and like drives them insane. Some people hear it and it doesn't bother them. I've heard interesting theories about it. Like there's underground engines here that power like Los Alamos and secret military installations around here. And uh, I don't know if you've noticed the mountain, but if you look at it from the right angle, it's clearly blown apart from like a volcanic eruption. A lot of people think that was a spaceship that crashed into the mountain and that's what's humming underground. Well, it took a hard left to be in there. Uh, what's great about this, I want, I'm using the word documentary very loosely yeah. when I call it this. Yeah, It's about a 30-minute video that's been uploaded to Vimeo, and it is wild. The score is all over the place. You'll just It'll just be nothing, and all of a sudden, a swell of epic music comes Almost like the trumpets themselves. Right? It's like Game of Thrones-ish, video game-ish yeah, music. But the timing is, is awkward and bizarre. No, nonsense. No, and a lot of these are interviews from Taos in the 90s, which is always fun to see. It's like traveling back in time. They're like, hang on, my pager's going off. Hold on a minute. <laughs> 100%. The uh, Michael, the white man with dreads, had, you know, a lot to say about what's going on. But I had never considered that perhaps a spaceship is stuck under the mountain and it's still on. They haven't been able to turn it off. Yeah, they can't get somebody to come give them a tow. No, but they also, it's jammed. And yeah. the aliens can't figure out how to just shut off the ignition. So they're just down there like, oh, I bet everybody up there is real upset. This is probably very loud. They've been paging me nonstop. <laughs> I can't Where get to you? a phone to call them back. This thing's useless. SOS 911. Uh, <laughs> this one just well, says 8008. <laughs> Oh, ha, 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 I get it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, you're right, though, because at first, Los Alamos is secret military installations. That's a lot. But they do test a lot of nuclear weapons, and they test a ton of stuff out in Los Alamos. It's, like, well-known. It's, like, a huge testing ground, and it's, if you look on Google Maps, it's, like, blanked out. Because it's secrets, right? It's government secrets. We don't secrets. want just... The secrets. 
So, like, yeah, it could be that. It could be, but or then, maybe, <laughs> maybe not an alien spacecraft, but maybe a government uh, spacecraft or something mm-hmm. else having to do with the government. Good old I, fashioned. Yeah, I don't American. put anything past them. Yeah. Mm-mm. A younger resident, Michael said he's never actually heard the hum. You know, I live off in the middle of nowhere, and I've listened for it, but I've never heard it. Research shows that only 2% of people living in a hum-prone area can hear the sound, with most being 55 to 70 years old. It's like those noises they use to get the youths away from the outside of the Waffle House. Mm -hmm. This is a reverse one. And it's interesting because he's a little younger. He's probably in his, like, mid-20s. And the other men interviewed are, you know, 40s to 60s. So Mm -hmm. they're more in the, the age range there. Where do you think Michael's at now? I looked it up. Did you know? I couldn't find him. No. But I wanted to know. If you know yeah. Michael Lefebvrev. Well, I Googled that and Taos, and there are several. But honestly, maybe he got a haircut, and it was however long ago. So maybe I did run across him and just didn't recognize him. Well, he's not quite 55 now. I'd be interested to know if he ever did end up here in the hum as he aged. Oh, maybe he's, yes, he's gotten into the hum zone now. (laughs) We're all just trying to get in that hum zone. (laughs) Get in the old hum zone. Mm Experts from the University of New Mexico, Los Alamos National Laboratory, Phillips Air Force Laboratory, and Sandia National Laboratories set out to uncover the cause of the sound in 1993. Despite these great minds being assembled, they were unable to find a source. Their findings, published in the Acoustical Society of America, concluded with rather ominous words. We are left with a mystery. Well, they're the ones that invent nuclear weapons, so that's not good. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you never want all the scholars of the world to just be like, "Ah, we're going to throw our hands up. We don't know. That's the risk you take whenever they go, all right, we're going to get folks from Los Alamos, UNM, Phillips, Sandia. We're all getting together. We're going to solve this. And then they toil away and they're like, fuck. We're too, they're too smart. Damn. You got to get a couple normies in there to they ground it all out. Brought Michael to the table. He would have told them. Oh, for sure. Michael would have known. He's been living there forever. He can tell you all about what's really going on. <laughs> While experts were left scratching their heads, Taos resident Richard Teco Bannister believes he may have the answer. I think the only possibility that I can think of for the Taos hum would be that the Earth's crust here is very thin. It's one of the thinnest places on Earth. It's quite possible with the crust being that thin, and it's attested to by all the volcanoes that are around here. Prehistoric times, there were hundreds of volcanoes that were very active here. So with the solid crust being that thin and the magma moving around under the crust, it's in constant motion all around the Earth. Perhaps then that makes a noise that is a frequency that some people can hear. This sounds unhinged. I don't think it's that unhinged. I don't think it's... I think it makes sense. Yeah. If it's... We got the... It's like thin walls in an apartment complex. Exactly. If you just happen to be in the part of America or the world where there are thin walls between you and your downstairs neighbor, Mm. the devil, (laughs) (laughs) who's down there banging around like some kind of asshole at 3 (laughs) a.m. trying to vacuum, and you're like, I'm trying to sleep up here. And he's like, I'll put the vacuum away. Then I want to practice my electric guitar. (laughs) God damn it. You're like, God just stopped bowling. I am trying to get some sleep. And now you're on guitar time. 
No. You guys got to, I know you're beefing, but you got to coordinate <laughs> your extracurricular activities to happen at the same time during the day so the rest of us here on Earth can get some sleep. Just kiss and make up. Why are you guys <laughs> freaking out all the time? I remember as a kid, though, gen- genuinely being like, what's in the middle of the Earth? And it's like magma, liquid hot magma. And then also being like, but you guys at church are trying to tell me there's a devil's down there. <laughs> What's where's part? What part's he in? Because it seems solid. Again, as a kid, I took things so literally, so literally. I took it literally, and maybe some people still do. That heaven was in the clouds, yeah, yeah, like, like in the Mario. sky. Well, yeah, he, like if just... you if you flew high enough, <laughs> there would be golden gates somewhere on a, just a bunch of clouds, and also that hell was like in the ground, magma. Yeah, I mean, I guess Liquid. that's where the fiery gates of hell, you know, would come from, magma and stuff down there. But yes, I also took it very literally that it, all of these things were like above and below. Yeah, and it just, as a kid, you just accept that that's reality. And now with all of our studying that we've been doing for the tour and like with the moon and learning about different makeups of things and how everything evolves over thousands of years, millions of millions of years in fact yeah. <laughs> not just thousands no. millions of years it's, it's fascinating to see the different cycles that the earth goes through and then on top of that the impact that's left behind and so what they're talking about here in taos where you have a hugely volcanic area that it's gonna there is damage and yeah the earth will rebuild over time or will it wear over time and we were just talking about there's a shit ass load of volcanoes that were in texas and new mexico's right there so mm-hmm. we're all in this like big area that <laughs> you go there's volcanoes and we're like i was like oh my god when's the last time it erupted and then you were like like uh, 700 million years ago <laughs> 27 million years ago <laughs> 27 still we're due for another one. Well, that's what you said. We're due I'm for concerned. one. Which there's over 200 volcanoes in Texas. If if you didn't know, there's yeah. volcanoes everywhere. It's I don't want to freak everybody out, but there's a lot of volcanoes that we don't even know about. Mm-mm. They're not. Most of them are fine. They're not doing stuff. But some we saw Mount Saint Mount Helens. Saint that's last right. Week. Famously from the eruption, and then we had watched the Fire of Love documentary on Patreon, mm-hmm. and it is eerie to be that close to what was relatively recently an active volcano Mm -hmm. from as early as 2008 the website strangesounds.org has cataloged online reports of these so-called sky trumpets emanating from above there were a handful of videos posted around that time with a great influx happening in 2011 one video posted March 9, 2011 by YouTube user Daisy Jays based in Tallahassee, Florida, was titled, What is this loud noise? The description reads, What is this noise? We thought for sure it was a tornado, but it never changed its position, and it lasted for well over 20 minutes or so. It was so loud, and it was shaking the house and the ground. I called 911. They said they didn't know what it was, but that there were many calls coming in about the noise. They said they were sending patrols to check it out. And she just stands out on her porch and films for like five, seven minutes. We'll play a sound for you. Yes. I I probably would also maybe call 911. I'd love to know what that dispatch said to these officers. <laughs> there's a there's a sound. That people need you to go check out. Where's it coming from? No idea. No one Where knows. You, what do we look for? I don't. We don't know. What What does it sound like? 
Uh, hmm. Are you deciding? Are you? Have you decided? No, yet? that's what, is, what it sounds like. What? It's a hum. I'm not just thinking. You were trying to get me to go out looking for some indecisive people in these streets. Yeah, this is Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy J's kept filming and was not satisfied by her 911 call. She wrote, I called the news station also. They told me it wasn't a tornado and that the police had told them to tell people it was an airplane revving its engine at the airport. Determined to find the cause, Daisy drove out the short four miles toward the airport, which she said she had lived near for 20 years and had never heard a similar sound. On her drive to the airport, Daisy stopped at a gas station and inquired about the sound. She wrote, They said they didn't hear anything, so it was not coming from that direction. She is on the <laughs> case. She will not be told no. She's <laughs> determined to get to the bottom of this. Ma'am, cash your credit. This is a Circle K. Like, Have I you just... heard a loud buzzing noise? Is it? Do you want to put your debit card do pin you know? Have you heard a loud buzzing noise? I, am I called one. the police. I hear one right now, and it's you. <laughs> I need you to go. That's the thing. It's following her because it's her. <laughs> it's just her brain. It's just her. <laughs> Later, Daisy followed up with information from the National Weather Service, which confirmed that weather equipment had picked up echoes that night. The NWS reported, These echoes are likely the result of military chaff and not rainfall, as there is currently little cloud cover where these echoes are located. Chaff is a radio frequency countermeasure released by military aircraft, ships, and vehicles to confuse enemy radar. As for Daisy, she had a guess of her own, writing, I'm thinking HARP experiment. Referring to the controversial Alaska-based research facility that studies the upper atmosphere. During the Obama administration, HARP became a conspiracy theory talking point in which the 44th president was accused of using a giant laser to control the atmosphere. Regardless of the cause, the video gained over 700,000 views and attracted comments from people as near as Tampa and as far as Liverpool, England, all sharing their experiences with similar booming loud sounds. I had a friend that dated a guy who thought that Obama controlled the weather with the harp laser. Wow. Yeah. He loved Alex Jones, though. So, yeah. So what would be the uh, reasoning for this? If, if he doesn't want to deal with stuff one day, so he just makes it rain, so everybody kind of stays inside? Yeah. Or I wonder if it would be like, oh, this country doesn't want to agree to diplomatic discussions. It would be unheard of for the U.S. military to go in. So let's just give them a tsunami or a hurricane or just destroy them with weather and be like, isn't the weather crazy? It's not us. But the allegation was that it was them. And it's just like they were just trying to figure out what's up there. (laughs) Sinisterhood will be right back. On August 11th, 2011, a YouTube user named Russian Christina posted a video lasting 11 minutes and 23 seconds. A static shot on a high-rise building in Kyiv, Ukraine. The video was titled, Strange Sound in Kyiv Again, August 11, 2011. In the description, Christina wrote, This recording is from August 11th. Sound was extremely loud. Many people heard this 30 to 40 kilometers from the place. It was in news with the investigation with specialists and scientists, but there is still no exact explanation. This is not construction site sound, not a train or a plant. My opinion, something going on underground. Anyway, 
After that, many people from different countries heard similar sounds and a hum. You can find many videos from around the world. Here's the sound they heard. This one is chilling. It's compelling because of how long it is. Yeah. And sustained and it kind of stops and starts. Christina captured audio of long, loud mechanical sounds, possibly emanating from underground. The footage includes a conversation between a mother and her three-year-old daughter in which the child describes the sounds as dripping on the sky. Which, yeah, you're three years old. (laughs) Kids can say shit that cuts right to it because they don't have all the the shit in their head to get confused they just are like this is what that sounds like and boom there it is yeah and it does it's like overwhelming it's like it's coating the area it's very like a big umbrella of sound Mm -hmm. over them it's disturbing it's my worst nightmare just not being able to escape some obnoxious sound and it's all you can hear it becomes like this constant background noise in your daily life that you can't get rid of keeping you up at night no i will not stand for it (laughs) not on my watch christina did not respond well to commenters questioning the video she updated the description and added all comments about this video is fake are not accepting this is not fake or hoax or viral marketing of something if you disagree you have to try to prove why thoroughly with the real professional analysis not just because you thought that or heard that from somebody it'd be funny to hear your constructive disagreements for real recording with real sound in total her video has received over 4.6 million views and a lot of comments of people being like i live in knoxville tennessee i heard the same thing or i live in warsaw poland i heard the same thing so it's and i'm in melbourne australia and i heard the same thing so it's become kind of this place a gathering place in the comments of other people who've gone through this yes and i also would like to say i think we should just implement the rule that if you disagree with a comment (laughs) on the internet you have to prove why thoroughly you can't just say this sucks or you're wrong you gotta come with receipts i need an essay thesis sentence we need an introduction Mm -hmm. uh Topic sentence, full paragraph, conclusion. You better only do one space after those periods. Don't be trying to make this longer with a double space. Don't control F, find all the periods, make those a giant or font size, (laughs) which also spreads the paper out about a half a page, which is a hot tip. I think it still does that. I don't know. But yeah, we need full, fully research with footnotes, citations before Mm, you disagree with something I say. You got to bump it up to 18 font to really... (laughs) to really get it to where you want it to be drill that point in soon even more videos were posted online using descriptors like strange sounds or strange noises the videos would show a simple sky or landscape before loud bellowing sounds would begin between 2008 and 2015 strangesounds.org cataloged 145 videos from around the world capturing this sonic phenomenon One such video was broadcast on national TV when it occurred during a 2012 professional baseball game between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Detroit Tigers at Tropicana Field in Tampa. 
As Ben Sobris stepped up to bat, an eerie sound began to overtake the broadcast. The announcer mentioned the anomaly, saying, That's a haunting sound if we've ever heard one. The other announcer chimed in, asking, What could that possibly be? Somebody shut the door. As Sobris bunted the ball, the first announcer commented, It sounds supernatural. Then, as suddenly as it began, the sound stopped. At the silence, the crowd cheered. Here's what those people heard. First inning. That's a haunting sound, if we've ever heard one. Floridians were baffled and wondered if something supernatural was to blame. One newspaper headline read, Tropicana Field is haunted by g-g-g-ghosts. However, some baseball fans that had been at the game said lightning struck the stadium shortly before the sound began, theorizing that the strike had caused reverberations throughout the stadium. You know whoever wrote that headline was like, whoa, I got it. That's going to be a Scooby-Doo reference. (laughs) This is going to be a good one. They're going to love it. I love hearing baseball announcers banter. It reminds me of like just growing up because baseball was on a lot in the house. And these two are having some fun. You could tell when he's like, that's a haunting sound if anyone's ever heard of it. And the other one's like, (laughs) shut the the door. What is that? Wonka, wonka, (laughs) wonka. Yeah, they're, uh, I wonder if... Not all, but a, a portion of any like media announcers or anybody is like a repressed stand-up comic. Like they wish that they were like, oh, oh, oh I would be. T- let me into a roast. I would give. <laughs> the very least, having good timing and feeling comfortable on the mic and kind of bantering and stuff, improvising. Oh, I could never do what they do. It's impressive as hell. I couldn't because I don't know enough about sports, so it w- it'd be real confusing. <laughs> My question for you and all of you listening, what is an event that you think this moment without preparation, without training, you could do live announcing for as a baseball or football announcer? My husband, he could do football announcing. He loves football. He's great at it. He could do it. I'm trying to think of what I feel like I could comment on live as it's going and being like, oh, you're doing like they're performing in a way that I scripts national spelling bee. Oh, yeah. I fucking love the Scripps National Spelling Bee. I just got an alert. The two two kids from DFW from North Texas are going to represent us nice. in the Spelling Bee. We got to cheer them on. We got to watch the it's Spelling Bee. It's coming up. Yeah. It's, cheer them I on. Googled it the other day to make sure I hadn't missed it. Hell yeah. I don't know that I would be able to comment on what all of the words meant, but mm-hmm. I certainly could comment on how well the children were doing. And, you know, I, I'd like to be the one to give them the words. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. And and give them the sentence that the word's in. Mm-hmm. But they'd be fun sentences that they could relate to. Exactly. They're predetermined in the books right now. No, no, no. We want them off the cuff. I just saw Lugubrious. You just saw Lugubrious? They were practicing for the SAT on a television show I was watching. What does that mean? It means uh, excessively sad, I believe. Oh, okay. Or it might mean lazy. <laughs> well, if it's excessively is- sad, I'm going to say... Jimmy felt lugubrious when he couldn't find all the Pokemon. Yes, that's perfect. It is sad. It's like looking particularly sad. See, I made it I made it relevant to them. And they're like, oh my gosh, when I can't find Pokemon, I'm sad. <laughs> I am sad. Oh, that's what that means. And now I get it. You see it in your head. Look at that. You got to amp them up. I still have not gotten over my loss 
in fifth grade of the spelling bee. I went out on calendar. God damn calendar. Mm. Did you do ER? ER? I went ER. God, ER. Yeah. It makes sense when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Did no to one me. says calendar. No. To this day, I will never misspell it again, though. No, I get you. Mm-hmm. That in vacuum, because I got bonus points on vacuum in a spelling test, and I was the only kid in the class that got it right. Hell yeah. Vacuum's two, two U's, one C? Two C's, two U's. God damn. Isn't I it? Got it? I don't know. Shit, now I've forgotten. Hey, Siri, how do you spell vacuum? <laughs> oh, one C, two M's. No, wait, no <laughs> one C, two U's, one M. Let's just do it for everybody. V-A-C-U-U-M. So at the time, I spelled it correctly. In my old age, I've added a C. Vacuum. Yes. <laughs> Not long after the Florida mishap, musician Axel Samano was visiting friends in Mexico. She heard a strange sound outside where they were staying. She pulled out her phone and recorded the sound, which was overwhelmingly loud and metallic. First, Axel wrote it off as something normal, like construction noises, but what startled her was the absence of any visible cause of the noise. It rang on for about 15 minutes before ending. Axel told interviewers from the History Channel, I like science, so until I see something, then I won't believe. But I started developing my own idea. I thought that it was a UFO with an advanced technology. It was something that I wasn't able to see, but was able to hear. Axel believes that with the enormity of the universe, it is highly unlikely that humans are alone, leading her to believe this sound was from a UFO. We got another Michael scenario where you're like, it could be any number of things I would like to see him first. I personally think it's a UFO. Immediately, it's <laughs> what I jumped to. You're like, it's probably a spaceship that crashed. <laughs> All right. You're the Heather McKinney School of Logic. <laughs> I can get behind the UFO because, as you said earlier, the more I've all I've have believed in life on other planets forever but the more we're doing all of our moon stuff ain't no way we're alone it's just not it's just not it's just not everybody there's other people out there or things beings who knows what but there's other shit out there and perhaps they're trying to get in contact with us Right? They're trying to page us, send a signal, DM. They're yeah. trying to slide in our DMs, and we're like, what the fuck is the sound? Turn it off. <laughs> and their feelings are all hurt. It's like their music from another... Like, blast them some jams. Like, send it to their way. Like, this fucking sucks. Like, those idiot humans. Their ears can't hear. And somewhere far away in another galaxy, they're like, if I hear John Mayer one more fucking time, <laughs> I'm going down there, and I'm blowing the whole planet up. They're like, do humans... They play... A million minutes of a guitar solo in the middle of every song. Yeah. What the fuck? Just start singing again. Why don't, where's the humming at? This band is named after something that also lives in their oceans. It makes no sense. I'm confused. <laughs> Harry Styles? Okay, we like Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles is universally galactic heartthrob. Galactically loved, except for your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Who at the company wellness retreat said, I can't hear this song again. <laughs> to be fair, as it was, had played on the radio repeatedly. It was like in restaurants we had been in. And then it came up on this YouTube hit list. I was trying to play like hits from. And uh, he was just like, you got to turn that off. Yeah. Well, he's entitled to his opinions and I'm entitled <laughs> to mine. And we are house divided. <laughs> Harry's house divided. <laughs> Well, unsurprisingly, not all of the videos posted online have been legitimate. 
In a 2021 update to her video, Russian Christina warned viewers that some internet charlatans were stealing the audio from her video and creating fakes. Other purported Sky Trumpet videos were faked using plain, everyday video, coupled with the sounds of apocalyptic trumpets from the movie Red State. The 2011 movie follows a group of misfits who encounter fundamentalism gone to the extreme in middle America. In one climactic scene, John Goodman, playing a government agent, is met with what sounds like sky trumpets. Goodman shouts, Where's that sound coming from? While a fundamentalist preacher tells him the trumpets are ushering in the apocalypse. These Hollywood manufactured sounds could explain hoax videos that were published after the movie's release in September of 2011. But they don't explain the dozens of instances that happened before the film. This is a Kevin Smith movie that is famously doesn't have like Jay and Silent Bob or any of those in. Directed just this horror movie, which Christian fundamentalists in the middle of nowhere gone wrong. You can see how that would. Uh, it's pretty horrifying. And this scene is very horrifying. I've never even heard of this, but I'm I'm watching it. Oh, yeah. We should watch Red State for sure. You've seen it? it? I have. Yeah. I saw it like way back when it came out. I was like the hip girl that was totally in Kevin Smith. But it's been I watched it like one time when it came out a long time ago. And it's if I recall correctly, it's a couple of guys and they meet a really pretty girl who says like, hey, let's go and hook up. And then things. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time is she was the old honeypot. Funny pot trick. And uh, yeah, John Goodman, I feel like he's a really good actor, but this is a, a funny scene. Not funny, but this line is like quoted in uh, several articles that came out after the movie about this subject of like, where's the sound coming from? There's that clip of John Goodman like looking up as this, and it sounds just like the Kiev video. And uh, it sounds like the, a little bit like the Tallahassee video where it's like this like, and this preacher who incidentally looks like my favorite author, George Saunders, but it's not him, but the actor looks just like him, is running around screaming and is like, God is coming. The Lord is coming. And so I could see how people would be inspired. Well, there you have it. Over the next few years, reports kept coming about strange sounds emanating from the sky. A 2018 segment on Inside Edition followed Dr. Glenn McPherson in British Columbia, Canada, who heard strange trumpet-like noises while at home. Believing it to be an electrical anomaly, Dr. McPherson told reporters, I cut power to the entire house and the sound got louder. McPherson began calling it the worldwide hum. To track the sounds, Dr. McPherson created the Hum Match Data Project, which has become a central place for over 17,000 civilians and scientists to come together online and share their experiences. They call themselves Hummers. If you... Need 17,000 people to your website. You say, you looking for a hum? Have you had a hum? Hummers unite. Oh, man. I have always thought of hummers as being something else. <laughs> but if you want to identify as a hummer. Oh, man. And I'm not talking about the car. No. Uh, these are hummer enthusiasts. <laughs> Again, not talking about the car. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, Hummers? Yeah, I'm a Hummer. I've been yeah. a Hummer my whole life. You're going to get up. on a different website if you just type in Hummers. There's going to be a lot that comes up before the Match Data Project. 
Oh, I don't think it's the first result. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I don't think turn... it's on the first page. No, safe search got to be on for that. Yeah, you can't have people that are like, hummers, yeah, hums have ruined my life. I've stayed up late for a hum, <laughs> given up jobs for a hum. <laughs> Man, one hummer. Ugh, I'll never forget it. It kept me up all night long. Behind the casino. <laughs> Dr. McPherson told Inside Edition he believed the sound was caused by low-frequency sound waves. To test his theory, he created a 3-foot by 6-foot steel box that blocks out all such waves. However, when he climbed in, he said, If anything, it got louder. When a producer from Inside Edition tested the box, she said she heard no hum. Give this woman a Peabody, an Emmy, whatever it is, because she went to this man's place in British Columbia, and he's like, I made a homemade Hummer box. Do you want to oh, try it out? No. She did it. She climbed in. It's black metal, rusted on the corners. So his theory was if you got inside, you wouldn't be able to hear it? Yeah, I believe it is. Was Like, if you know you go to a concert and they make you put your phone in a yonder yeah. pouch or whatever, it's called a Faraday cage. And it's a, and it was what they were talking about during the Murdoch trial. Like, oh, they should have put the victim's phones into these Faraday box pouches to keep all electrical symbol, signals from going in or coming out. So it's such powerful dynamics that it's supposed to keep anything out or if you want to keep it all in, in the case of the Murdochs. So his idea was that... This box would be like a human-sized Faraday cage. When he got in it, shut the lid, closed himself in, it would block him physically from what he thought to be this electromagnetic noise. He thought the hum was coming off of like your cell phone, your television, like that type of stuff. And then if he could block himself from it, it would be fine. But And what, out, live in there for the rest of his days? The hum was inside of him all along. <laughs> the hum was coming from inside the house. Inside the box. I wonder Isn't too if the um, <laughs> producer was younger and that's she was- why she may not have heard it visibly she she appeared to be slightly younger than him he looked like she maybe using his mid 40s and she looked like she was in her mid 20s mm-hmm. sinister hood will be right back on new year's day of 2020 an odd continuous sound was captured over the uk according to strangesounds.org another sound was recorded in san antonio texas the next day throughout 2020 As people headed into their homes for lockdowns, there were increasing reports of sky trumpet sounds across the U.S. and Canada, as well as in Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, Argentina, Sweden, Denmark, Poland, Norway, Iraq, Croatia, Singapore, the Philippines, and the Middle East. It was all over the place in 2020. Yeah. Pretty much covered it all. Everywhere. But that strange sounds has like a whole list and there's, a you know, each video and it is from people in all these different places having the same experience. And because this 2011, we were in the throes of everybody was freaking out because 2012 and the Mayan calendar said everything was going to end. And then the same similar thing happened in 2020 of like, oh, when the the clock strikes 2020, it's going to be the end of days, lesser to a lesser extent. But then the pandemic happened and then you really are like, it's the end of days. So I wonder if like the timing of those two, mm-hmm. you're predisposed to be like, the trumpets are sounding, the Lord's returning. You're also under an extreme amount of stress you're not usually under because of lockdowns and mm-hmm. pandemic stuff you're in your homes you're not getting the the fresh air and the vitamin d and the human interaction that you were so your brain starts to wonder idle yeah. hands you know 
true if you're there alone and you're like, oh, it's quiet at night and it's just like, oh, what is that? I think I do hear something. And it's like, do you, if there aren't that many people around for you to bounce it off or you don't have something like, oh, I got to get the kids to school. I got to get to work. Then I got to go do this after hours thing where your brain is so preoccupied. If you're, you like you said, idle hands, you don't have all those things where you're thinking to yourself and creating that internal noise and it makes you more receptive to stuff. Yeah, I think quieting ourselves down, being forced to, I mean, it definitely forced me to reanalyze a lot of stuff in my life and prioritize and, you know, you had a lot of time to just think about stuff. Well, yeah, like you said, people were going out in their backyards for the first time in maybe a long time, or they said a lot of people moved from cities to more suburban or even like rural settings. Mm -hmm. And so if you're used to hearing the clang loudness of the city, and then all of a sudden you are out in something where your next neighbor is not, you know, an acre away or something like that, that you would pick up on something like if the crust is thin, you might be hearing (laughs) the magma. Yeah. And then it came back in like 2023, there was a news report that similar sounds were in Brooklyn and someone did make the comment, if you're complaining about a noise in New York, that's a loud noise. It's got to be real loud. And like that's the loudest noise that's ever existed. Yeah. They were like, I'm fine. I live in the city. I get it. But they're like this. It hits you different. Like it's, you know, you hear the clang, the bus stop, people talking, you know, cars honking, whatever. But they're like, this sound is like, mm, and it, it's like it permeates under all of the rest mm-hmm. of that noise. I was like, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. Just a background buzz that you <sighs> hum you can't get rid of. Kind of like. Have you ever worked in the office with fluorescent lights that had that buzz? Oh, have I? (laughs) You just couldn't get rid of it. You feel like you are losing your sense of reality. Like, as someone who has a lot of issues with sound, and I was telling Tommy the other day that as I've gotten older, my misophonia has gotten way worse, and I looked it up, and that's that happens great really looking forward to my golden years (laughs) where I just wear headphones all the time so I can exist with other people but it it affects everything you do and if you're sensitive to sounds which a lot of the things that people report you know only two percent can hear it and of that too scientists say if you're already prone to having sensitive hearing then you're more likely to hear this so For me, it would be a nightmare. And if people that also struggle with misophonia and stuff can hear these things, I mean, you're already struggling every day. Yeah, you're at a disadvantage for sure. You're just going, you just lock yourself in a closet and wait for it to be all over. And by that, I mean the trumpets, not your life. (laughs) Oh, I thought you meant the apocalypse. Like, listen, the seventh trumpet will sound. It'll be fine. It'll be over with. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, if the... Forcing any employees that have to work under fluorescent lights to do so without headphones in Mm. is a crime. And Mm -hmm. I think they should be reported to OSHA because that sound (laughs) I don't even I can hear a million things and ignore them. I just can. It's like a virtue of my ADHD. I can like kind of tunnel vision on things is the same thing with seeing things. That's why like messes don't bother me. I just like don't see stuff. Mm -hmm. And but fluorescent lights it's that it's the tone is such a different tone that it's like you can't ignore it and so i gotta have headphones mm-hmm. everybody deserves headphones for sure for some christians the trumpet-like sounds bellowing from the heavens are no surprise indeed they're expected in the book of revelations the apocalypse is ushered in by angels sounding seven trumpets with the sounding of each trumpet a new plague arrives on earth and sinners are called to wake up and repent before the seventh trumpet announces the end of the world. Could it be that the day of reckoning is nigh? 
Considering people have reported hearing the sounds for over 70 years, this theory seems unlikely. Or is it the most likely theory? Because each plague lasts like 10 10 years. years. Shit. So we're coming up on the seventh. (laughs) We're getting to it. Well, is a pandemic a plague? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It counts for sure. Yeah. Yeah, There's been... There's Christian conspiracy theorists who have said certain events like Chernobyl is the similar event in the Bible to the star Wormwood falling to Earth because the thing that happened in the Bible, it's like one of those like back in the day, they didn't really know how to explain things. And so they would explain like probably angels were aliens. Listen, let me just say the way they describe them, they're like a thousand eyes and all these rings and they float in the sky. They're fucking UFOs, man. Like clearly, <laughs> but like they called them angels. And so it's similar things like that where they're like, oh, um, a huge star fell to earth or is it like a nuclear weapon like a a bomb going off and that Mm. or uh, a meltdown or whatever so it's all different conspiracy theories but it's fascinating that people are like we're on our last one man damn well i guess time will tell yeah right there's only one way to find (laughs) out just hang in there yep since the dawn of time humans have looked to the skies wondering if life forms on other planets are trying to make contact Many believe the sky trumpets are just that, aliens attempting to communicate with Earth. If only 2% of the population are able to hear the sky trumpets, it would appear the otherworldly beings are rather selective in their process. I like that it's like, "Mm, you didn't make the cut. (laughs) Sorry. See, this is where my fucked up ears are going to come in great because I'm going to get to go on that spaceship. You're the chosen one. Mm -hmm. If you know how to rock to their jams... They'll let you on board. Yeah. I'll be like, listen, guys, I got excellent taste in music. Just let me on. (laughs) My best friend's coming. She does like John Mayer. I do. I'm sorry. (laughs) You don't have to play it all the time. I also like John Mayer. I was just imagining you blasting John Mayer 24 hours a day. And then the aliens were like, oh, my gosh, we get it. Your body's a wonderland. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, you think your body's a wonderland? Why don't you come up here? We're going to probe you and find out. (laughs) That's what that song's about. (laughs) He wrote it after he was abducted by aliens. It makes sense of why he says your two pairs of candy lips and your bubblegum tongue. It must be that aliens' lips and mouths are made of candy and bubblegum. They're made of candy. Now we know. Wonderful. They're way way less scary or scarier to think that they're made of all candy. Worse. My least favorite John Mayer song by a landslide. The lyrics are heinous, but... If it means that he was abducted and is actually trying to tell us something, I got to go analyze the lyrics. <laughs> I got to give it another shot. University of Alaska Fairbanks High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, better known as HARP, is the world's most capable high power, high frequency transmitter for study of the ionosphere. Researchers are using an array of 180 antennas spread across 33 acres that are capable of radiating 3.6 megawatts into the upper atmosphere and ionosphere. The joint project involving the U.S. Air Force, Navy, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, was built in 1993 and with the rise of the Internet has found itself the center of many conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theorist Jesse Ventura accused Harp of being extremely dangerous, saying, This thing can knock planes out of the air. It can control the weather, and it's very dangerous. Dangerous weapon. The former wrestler was not alone. Thousands of conspiracy theories emerged around Harp, including that it was the cause of these unceasing hums across the world. 
Due to the many claims of nefarious ongoings, the Hart facility now hosts an annual open house to assuage any fears that they're controlling the weather, our minds, or these incessant trumpets in the sky. And it's a pretty magnificent looking thing. I mean, 180 antennas across 33 acres. And it's like, I don't know, like 200 something miles south of Fairbanks. So it's like out in the middle of nowhere. When you look at it in the picture, you're like, what the fuck are you doing with that? (laughs) Yeah. But it turns out they're shooting it up into the sky and getting the readings back and going like, oh, we need to, uh, this is how badly we're deteriorating the planet and causing like horrible rainfall or causing weather. It's like the, it's looking up to figure out what is causing the weather. It is not itself causing the weather, except Jesse Ventura and his old leather jacket is wanting you to believe that. Great Jesse Ventura impression, I must add. Oh my gosh, thank you. I watched so much of the Jesse Ventura when we did the Denver airport episode. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's just in my head. If not the second coming of Christ, aliens, or government conspiracies, what could the answer be? Scientists around the globe feel they have a logical explanation. U.S. Geological Survey scientist David Hill told the San Diego Union-Tribune that minor earthquakes that occur below the Earth's surface can transmit sounds of our planet's crust as it cracks. Hill also believes the sounds could be caused by meteors. So, old Tekka wasn't too far off. He was right, old Tekka and Taos. I am concerned that the planet's crust is cracking. (laughs) Because that just means the devil is just a couple inches closer from coming up here. He's coming up. You're going to see a little pitchfork just poking (laughs) up in the ground any day Hey, it's me. (laughs) Jean-Pierre St. Maurice, a professor of physics at the University of Saskatchewan in Canada, agrees that the cause is environmentally related, telling CTV News. Somehow they are picking up the noise from an environmental antenna that happens to be there. This is an electromagnetic noise, nice natural noise, but really, actually, it is not a noise. It is electromagnetic waves emanating from the aurora above our heads or emanating from the radiation belts a bit more to the south. Well, Jean-Pierre, if you're listening, you're welcome. <laughs> I gotta practice my French accent a little bit better. I apologize. But the uh, name, what a he, name. He, 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 he believe, I believe he is French. He... Didn't have quite that accent, but after hearing that, I think he's going to up it. He'll adapt it someday. That is a perfect Jean-Pierre Saint-Maurice. Such a good name. Mm-hmm. He sounds like the like a hunky lead in a romance novel. <laughs> he looks very much like a professor of physics. There it is. Which, <laughs> or is it he takes the glasses off? I just mm. assume he had glasses oh, off. He does. He did have there glasses <laughs> While it's not something most of us think about, Earth does have a background noise, also known as tweaks, whistlers, and spherics. One NASA official told the New York Post, They sound like background music from a flamboyant science fiction film, but this is not science fiction. Earth's natural radio emissions are real, and although we're mostly unaware of them, they are all around us all the time. I had never really thought about this, but it makes sense. You hear a sound, it could be a tweak, a whistler, or a spheric. Who knows what you're hearing? Fuck, Mary kill. Tweak, whistler, spheric. <laughs> oh, I'm going, um, the thing is, I don't like whistling. I figured you'd kill whistler. So I think I'm going to have to kill whistler. Okay, I'm, I'm fucking tweak, I'm marrying spheric, I'm killing whistler. That's my answer, too. I feel like tweak's a perfectionist, so you're going to have a good time, because you got to tweak it. There's yeah, that's to be true. Oh, good point. And but 
I that would annoy me, and so I don't. I just we're good for a good time. I don't have to go back to <laughs> and it. That's it. Spheric sounds whole, rounded. Spheric. Yeah, sounds and like whistler. somebody you want to take home to your parents. I'm gonna have no Andy Griffin motherfucker in this house. We're going on with that whistling. <laughs> I cannot deal with whistling Not today. Whistling and gum chewing. If I could oh. outlaw two things in the world, it might be those. <laughs> for city dwellers, the natural noises of Earth are drowned out by our self-made noise pollution. In more remote areas, however, sky trumpet sounds would be more noticeable and therefore more reported. An influx of reports in 2020 could be linked to the COVID-19 pandemic. No commutes to work and fewer flights meant things were quieter. So we noticed the Earth's background noise more. It is interesting living under a flight path to Dallas Love Field. How often and how taking for granted I ha- for airplanes, like I just hear them going over. But during the pandemic, it was noticeably quieter in a way that made me go, maybe it'd be good not to live under a flight path to Dallas Love Field. <laughs> well, it's one of those things, too, that you don't realize how much it was really happening until it stops. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you just think, oh, wow, it's so quiet. What's different? Oh, all the planes. But then you start to hear, mm, you're like, Give me them planes. fuck, the earth is humming. <laughs> It's trying to get my attention. <laughs> what are you doing? Perhaps the sounds are a direct result of life on Earth. Scientists posit that there are a list of possibilities to explain the sounds. Electric power lines, electromagnetic radiation, high-pressure gas lines, submarine communications, industrial equipment, trains, wireless communication devices, and even jets going over Mach 1 have all been considered. Still, there are no definitive answers. Or are there? A HuffPost article titled, Is the Mysterious Hum Heard Round the World Caused by Noisy Fish Sex? submits the theory that if we want the answers to the sky, we must first look to the sea. Seattle residents found themselves sleepless in 2012 when a loud humming sound could be heard over the western part of town. While the city wondered what the cause could be, Researchers at the University of Washington's Marine Biology Program were on the case. Their research proposed a new theory for the sky trumpets. Horny fish. Not since Tropicana Field is haunted by ghosts <laughs> has a person been more excited to write a headline. Yeah, we, we've got two of the top five headlines in this episode alone. Yeah. Do we oh, defeat and when Truman? I say top five, I mean ev- ever written in a ever newspaper. Written. Yeah. Man lands on the moon. Dewey defeats Truman. Is a mysterious hum heard around the world caused by noisy fish sex? Question mark. You know everybody's clicking on that. Oh, that's I the- certainly did. Right away. When attempting to lure a mate, the male midshipman, a species of fish found in the Pacific Northwest, makes a loud humming sound. These noises can last for hours while the males attempt to out-hum other rival male fish, according to HuffPost. Some believe these calls may be responsible for other hums heard around the world. You ever been so horny you get people to believe in conspiracy theory? <laughs> these I fish have. are just trying to fuck. I have. But for hours, it's like, bro, if you didn't get her in the first 15 minutes, it's not happening. Just so just it. bail. Go to a different part of the lake or ocean or wherever you are. Take your drink. Go back. Hang out on the other side of the bar. And if she's interested, she'll come over there. Yeah. And stop. don't hum at her because that's just annoying. No. Humming, whistling, clicking, ticking, and catcalling. None mm-hmm. of those. None Quiet. of that. 
Yeah. You come up, you say a good line. If it if it's a win, it's a win. And if not, you know what? You just Take your chips to a different table, buddy. It's not happening today. Don't just hum so long and so loud that the Huffington Post has to write a <laughs> sexy fish fuck article about it. People said that it was so loud and it would reverberate off of all the boats and stuff around there. And then it would just get louder and louder. And God, She's these like, fish are just so horny. Did you opt for a vibrating boat? No, it's the fish. It's the Don't fish. swim, by the way. They will fuck you. We'll try to fuck you real hard. The fish is biting at my bikini bottoms. Get out of the lake, Sandra. <laughs> They're so horny. <laughs> Even if scientists think they've gotten to the bottom of these sounds, that is not stopping eagle-eared witnesses with phones in hand ready to record and upload these incidents. Until the extraterrestrial sources come forward to reveal themselves as the cause, or until science determines a definitive cause on Earth, we'll all be left to wonder as the sky trumpets continue to sound. So what do we think? Man, the horny fish is compelling. Yeah. Oh, but I, of course. <laughs> aren't they always? <laughs> I don't think that they're... They, I think that what we have here is a phenomenon with that seems like it's all the same thing, but it's a bunch of different things with different causes that are just with a similar result, if that makes sense. I agree. Because different people say it sounds like different things to them. Some say hum, some say trumpet clanging metal there mm-hmm. was one video i heard i wrote in my notes this sounds like an elephant is dragging a metal chair across a gymnasium floor yeah. i mean just like screeching Ooh. yeah it's just it's awful so that also coupled with only two percent of the people in these hum zones as they're called can hear it taking I, them down to the hum zone <laughs> that's where those midshipmen fish are going <laughs> hey baby you want to go down to the hum zone i found you on a website hummers only <laughs> Fishermanonly.com. Actually, that would be their nemesis. <laughs> Don't go to fishermanonly.com. Don't you dare. <laughs> fish are not allowed, and fishermen are not allowed on Hummers Only. No, Sorry. They are not. Sinisterhood will be right back. But I think uh, with that caveat that there's something going on with certain people, their auditory stuff, and then... I think the whole earth making noises makes sense. I think in some places it probably is like uh, a jet that one place said, oh, we figured it out. It was a jet that just nobody could see. Things like that that are easily explainable. There was another one where a a factory was testing their boiler at early hours of the night. Rude. Rude. (laughs) So everyone around could hear it. Just... You got to have more noise ordinances, I think, in place. Boiler, boil in the daylight only. Yes. We don't need night boiling Mm-mm. unless you're way out and no one can hear. Which is not the case because lots of people heard it. No. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And uh, we watched Top Gun Maverick and uh, <laughs> what a film. I forgot about that until just Paris now. goes, everyone loved it. I was like, everyone? <laughs> I know three people it. that didn't. It was fine. It, it was, was fine. what it was. It was fine. It's like a romp or whatever. I just kept waking up being like, what is ha- what is Tom Cruise going to say next? That was written- I was the only one that stayed awake. And so oh, I just no. kept making comments to myself and no one was answering. <laughs> and eventually I was like, well, I guess I'm in this on my own. I'm just going to write it out. I'll just wake up like, what's going on now? You're like, it's a buddy cop movie now. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. It was. It's, it's, 
it changed direction sat, like with 30 minutes left it was bizarre but it was several whatever. movies in one but it yeah. won the oscar for best sound design and i was watching a video today of the guy that did the sound design for it and talked about the difficulty they had recovering accurate sounds from these big ass jets because they're so loud they cause like noise distortion right they're gonna peak on microphone and everything and so they were saying they had to use alternative sound sources to mimic the sound of a jet and one of those was just a bridge like the way that a bridge moved on itself of like like wind blowing it yeah i guess they could and so it's i love the idea the art of sound design is fascinating because you you find ways to mimic sounds that are from a totally different uh, you know, source. And so because of that, I think you you hear something and go, oh my gosh, that sounds just like a jet, but it very well could be the magma under your feet mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, the boiler or uh, lightning striking the, the thing. I do feel like two things are happening here. Okay. There probably is some type of extraterrestrial and it just like uh, communication and it has slipped through our tracking or and it, it didn't get picked up by the tracking. And maybe some poor schmuck in Tallahassee is the one that recorded it. And like, my God, <laughs> to be like the one that's like, no, my video is real. Like it really is the ETs. And so I, I think in some of these cases, it, it might like, you know, zero, zero, one percent. You've caught something anomalous extraterrestrial ghostly it's another dimension whatever in other cases i think it's a weird sound that you just can't figure out what it is you know it's a train or a boiler test or what you just have never heard what the sound of a boiler test sounds like so you think it's a sky trumpet the third answer for a lot of these videos is what this rabbit hole i went down is purposefully made hoax videos Mm -hmm. that are meant not like oh i'm gonna make this hoax and I'm going to get away with it. But there's this uh, goes deep in the conspiracy theory internet. To, to prove to people how easy it is to make stuff up? N- well, no. So kind of. Because I idea- saw one girl that said, she came out and said, this was a hoax. I did it to prove to my friends and family how easy it is and how you shouldn't believe everything that you read online. And she had just filmed out the window of her car with her phone and had her laptop playing I think it might have been the soundtrack from War of the Worlds or yes, Red State one. or something in the background. Well, and that's what one cabal of people doing it are. So it's like Nathan Fielder when he did the on Nathan for you and he he got a video and got like 15 million views overnight. The idea was like how easy it is to dupe people. And he had created mm-hmm. this like whole spectacular thing where a pig rescued a baby goat and it was on like Good Morning America and everyone believed it. So in that case, it was kind of like proving that you could do it. The theory on skept- there's like conspiracy theorists side of the internet and skeptical people side of the internet. And on the skeptical people side of the internet, there's also conspiracy theorists within that. And one theory I read about these videos in particular was that they were created as almost like decoy videos. And so the idea would be that guy we watched in that documentary, which was chaotic and not really a real documentary, he's bringing up all these videos going like, oh, I'm proving to you that this is a hoax. I'm proving to you that this is a hoax. Well, the idea is that that guy is in on the people making the hoax videos. They're making those hoax videos so that A, he can look smart and B, they can discredit any of the real videos, like whether it's the government or the Illuminati or whatever is trying to get these professional debunkers on the internet to go, we've looked at it. Snopes.com has looked at it. We can tell you there's nothing to worry about citizens. Don't even worry about it. And in fact, here's five videos that the lady came out and admitted that she was in her car and playing the world, the world soundtrack. So 
all, every single one of these videos is fake. You just you can write them all off and not worry about it. Meanwhile, Obama's got the harp. He's shooting it at people. I don't know how he's still up there. He kept the keys. They didn't change the locks. He's, he's Obama. They, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. So anyway, so that's another part of it is like, are these hoax videos being created? And I think, all jokes aside, we should be, as consumers, really cognizant of the media we ingest, professional and otherwise, not just because that girl might be in the car with their laptop and it's a hoax, but it might be that that was made for you to stop worrying about something. Mm, much like the balloons we recently discussed. Mm-hmm. Try mm. to tr- distract you. Be like, oh, look over here. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about this. Oh, the government would never hurt you. Oh, really? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not real, kidding. I, think. I went on a real dill gribble. <laughs> you would. Yeah. No, I totally, I think that um, little shiny objects are dangled in front of us a lot to distract from more real problems that are occurring. You get everybody all amped up and in a tizzy about some sounds coming from the sky. Suddenly they're not as uh, paying attention to as much stuff that's just like going on day to day. Laws being passed, bills being passed, elections, mm-hmm. uh, natural disasters or, you know, Train rights being stripped away. Yeah, financial collapse. Mm-hmm. Things like that are like pretty predictable financial collapse that otherwise you're like, but did you hear what the, there's like, is that sky trumpets? But those like, are sky oh, trumpets. I read on the internet that was all bullshit. And it's like, well, is it all bullshit? Or are the aliens just trying to send us a mix CD? Maybe they're trying to save us, which is something we discuss in our tour show on our live show this is that's true this was a suggestion a couple people sent this in on the forum a while ago and it dovetailed very nicely with all we're very into space and the unknown Mm -hmm. right now because of this tour constantly i just want to we watched a a documentary yesterday on the space race and how much money is spent on that and everything yeah i watched interstellar on the plane (sighs) except for the last 30 minutes because i got too sleepy and had had to go to sleep did you so you didn't watch the end yet I haven't seen the end. Oh, no spoilers, you guys. Don't tell Christy what happens in Interstellar. <laughs> I have a theory. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a good film. I'm probably, I feel like, and I told Tommy, I was like, I feel like I'm kept missing something or there needed to be more context. I felt like a lot of it was just a, a assumption of knowledge of like how much time has passed and what's going on in the world. So, it, but Matthew McConaughey. That's where him. I was at. Yeah. yeah. I love He's him. He's great. He's great. Um, I love his audiobook too. But yeah, Interstellar, all that. What's coming from the sky? What's going in the sky? Is it us? Have we been to the sky? We'll tell you mm-hmm. uh, on our live show. But yeah, I think the amount that we've been taking in about just the the age of the universe and scientific theories that have a ton behind them and a ton of research behind them, but being seeing scientists at the top 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 of their field here whether they're astronauts or you know physicists astronomers going exactly what you said earlier it's just impossible that we're alone mm-hmm. like it, because they know so much that they know what they don't know and you're like oh yeah it's like ignorant to be like no it's, like, it's it's wild to me to think of yeah. how many planets galaxies universes there are and we're not special Mm-mm. we're just little dust in the whole milky way of life the old pale blue dot, as Carl Sagan said, if you want to get your shit fucked up, go to that James Webb telescope images and see <laughs> the stuff that they have been. I'll get, it'll be t- two o'clock in the morning and I'm just like, God, what's out there? <laughs> I'm going tonight. No, I'm going to go to the website. <laughs> I wish I could go to the actual telescope. If Man. anybody knows if it has an in, 
Let us know. We'd love a tour. Oh, any kind of telescope, any city we're coming to on tour, or I'll make a special trip. If you can get me an in to like one of the big ass telescopes that I can see crazy <gasps> I have shit. An in, Heather. What? There's Off a- the air. We can't blow our in. It's like being able to get on a list at a club. Well, we can't it, broadcast it, 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 it involves you would have to go camping with a bunch of children that you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I have a telescope. I can drive out to butt fucking nowhere. You might just want to do it on your own. <laughs> yeah, I thought you meant an in like you knew somebody. I'm talking about one of those crazy, those enormous telescopes like the size of a building. That's oh, what I'm no, but the, the Astronomical Society is coming to the campsite to and it was the thing that i missed last time because we were at elton john this time oh, i'll get to be there but they are big ass telescopes tommy said he's never seen the moon so clear he could see like craters and like all sorts of detail on the moon if i keep showing up to your kids school <laughs> things there people are going to start asking what who's that lady she doesn't have any kids that go to the school here leave her alone she's with me <laughs> i'm part of the family you don't understand that's true you are i'm the going to fun. the school auction to <laughs> keep me in check or really <laughs> egg me on and maybe go have these yes. <laughs> the problem is and i'm sorry in advance tommy is you're gonna be like should i bet on it i'm gonna be like, bet on it should i bet on it and be like fuck yeah do it hit it i don't ever walk away from a slot machine That's or a I'm poker saying. table or anything early enough i don't i just never do i'm always like i'm gonna hit the big one i'm gonna hit it i am a very it. competitive person and it's sometimes i just can't lose Bye bye bye. We're gonna do it. It's gonna be great, and it's all for a great cause. Yes. But we'll, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to see the stars. Somebody in Utah, let us know where oh, we can see the stars. Oh, that'd be a good place. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do some uh, stargazing in old Utah. Beautiful, beautiful Utah. Well, if you are in beautiful, beautiful Utah, or beautiful, beautiful Denver, or anywhere in Colorado, or anywhere, I mean, there's planes and. You can travel. Planes, trains, automobiles, spaceships. Hot air balloon, which I have recently declared would be a good way to go about doing things. (laughs) You're like, listen, there's no better way. Think about it. And then we did. And there's so many better ways. (laughs) Well, go to SinisterHood.com slash live shows for tickets and information on the venues and everything. There are other dates also listed. And we keep saying we're going to be announcing the dates. I I'm gonna send an email tonight, and we'll we're gonna we'll we'll figure out what we're doing so we can announce them soon. <laughs> we'll let y'all know. Yes. Well, we love providing Sinisterhood to you at no cost. So if you like what you hear, consider supporting the show by donating to our Patreon. We're a small operation, creating this show for you by researching, writing, recording, and producing it ourselves. Any amount is sincerely appreciated and helps offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you'll also get some sweet perks like ad-free episodes, a Sinisterhood sticker, membership to our exclusive Patreon Facebook group for those in the rolling the airwaves and getting into it tier, a special shout-out on the show, a monthly bonus mini-sode, and patron-exclusive video and audio content including Am I the Asshole, Relationship Advice, Judge Christie, Dear Sinister, True Crime Headlines, and so much more. Plus, patrons in the getting into it tier are also able to vote on a bonus content segment each month that they would like to see us live stream. Voting is happening now. If you head over to Patreon there's a poll that will let you vote on what bonus content we are going to perform on march 31st at what time that one is at 2 p.m central to accommodate our international listeners and attendees also our 
bonus content this week is I have the video footage from our trip to the Peculiarium. Oh my goodness, did we ever go? What a time, what a time. We can't wait to, I had to show Paris the footage of you attempting to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I showed Ella pictures and she was like, what's that? I was like, it was in the bathroom and I walked in to go and it scared me and couldn't go to the bathroom. Just the footage of you looking at the camera and you're like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. So uh, you'll, I'll, I'll have that edited for you this week. Perfect. Also, patrons get first dibs at tickets when they go on sale. So yes. if you want to make sure when we announce the new cities that you get first crack at all of those and the VIP tickets, which the VIP Q&As have been so fun. It's been a hoot. We've shown home videos just oh, yeah. on the fly. <laughs> And yeah, we, someone... everybody got to see Pedal getting transferred from one house to the other and what that all entailed. Operation Pedal Drop and how <laughs> cute her little hooves are and perfect. <laughs> and then in, in Portland, someone asked a question about Abilene and I had a video for my honeymoon and I showed yeah. Abilene. It's, we'll just be like, yeah, whatever, we did that. <laughs> whatever you want to talk about. You get to see a lot of behind the scenes and home videos turns out is what we do. We'll just chat. We've had some really great questions too. Like, mm-hmm. what's your favorite tarot card? Someone asked a really wonderful question about the our, the dynamic of our friendship and like mm-hmm. boundaries. Almost a, an advice question, like boundaries in their friendship and how we relate. And we're like, we don't really have boundaries, but <laughs> it's good to have. <laughs> well, you also have the fun perk of access to our Discord server, where you can connect with other fans in real time and discuss the latest in true crime, share personal ghost stories, or just post adorable pictures of your pets. We hop on occasionally, and we host monthly Q&As on Crowdcast, where you can ask us all your burning questions. When's the next Crowdcast live Q&A? You tell me. March 29th at 8 p.m. Central? It is. I'll beep you. <laughs> please, do, please page me. <laughs> For patrons not in the U.S., you have the option of paying pounds or euros, saving you the cost of the conversion fee. Annual memberships for all tiers are also now available. Those that select this option will be rewarded with a free month of membership. For more details on all of this and specific member tiers, visit Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner. And make sure you stick around after our sign-offs to hear your shout-out. So many of you have been tagging us in pictures of you sporting your sweet Sinisterhood merch. Keep those pictures coming. If you want to get some cool Sinisterhood swag like t-shirts, mugs, totes, and even clothes for your kiddos, visit Sinisterhood.com, click on shop on the top banner, and you can get our brand new logo tee that's only been out for a few past few weeks. It was on pre-order and now it's shipping straight to you at Sinisterhood.com. Click shop on the top banner. The best thing you can do to help us grow is like, review, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please tell a friend who you think would like us to check us out. You can also share any episode by clicking the three dots in the top right corner and share topic-based playlists from Spotify by visiting Sinisterhood.com slash playlist. All of this means so much to us and really helps podcasts like us get more exposure. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sinisterhood Pod. Like us on Facebook at Sinisterhood. You can also follow us on YouTube and TikTok at Sinisterhood Podcast. And someone messaged today asking what the best way that they could get a shout out for their spouse for their birthday. And I let them know that we are on Cameo at Cameo.com slash Sinisterhood. You can book a personalized video shout out from us. We uh, just give us some information on what you want us to say. If you're 
birthday, anniversary, a pep talk, uh, someone's going into a big test, they need some advice, whatever, you just fill that out, let us know, and we get together. Either we're in the studio or we'll be at one of our houses or on the road, uh, just kind of wherever we are that day, we'll uh, send you the cameo and, and deliver your message. So go to SinisterHood.com slash cameo. Yeah, s- several people got um, some nice views of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, right. They got uh, an Oregon cameo. We've done a couple of at your old house. We have haven't done any at your new house now, but we've done them on the road, in the studio. And so if you, uh, if you do them around mid-April, you might get a Denver or a Salt Lake cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the meantime, might be in the studio or just us hanging out. Where are you at on the computer? I'm on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace and Twitter and TikTok at Christy or GTFO. Heather? Oh, I'm on Twitter at MCK versus the world. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Heather versus the world. As always, the devil rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Here are your special Patreon shoutouts. Candace Roberson. Elizabeth Allison. Veronica Garcia. Sheila Sullivan. Lauren Johnson. Alara. Cece Chapdelaine. Dee Gardner. Carolyn Girardin. April Thompson. Elizabeth Marks. Jenna Eubanks. Sky Esri. Christy Wood. Claire Mathy. Chrissy. Alexis Carlson. Becky Yates. Margaret Churchill. Kara. Alex Masterson. Avon Gale, Crystal Virus, and Stacy Dow. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We could not do this without all of your love and support. We hope you pronounce your names correctly. We love you so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, keep your ears peeled for those sky trumpets, <laughs> and keep it creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Sinister.